Hello and welcome to the Four Color Nerds Broke Gaming Podcast, Episode 1. I'm Hannah, and I'm joined by the other PC gaming nerds, Ryan. Hello. Missy. Hey. And Chris. Hello. Together, we take on PC gaming for the cheap and broke. Each week, we gather here to find a great game for a great price. We review the prior week's selection and see if it was worth our money and time. Then, we do it all over again. This is a review show, so there will be spoilers. This week, the game of the week is The Stanley Parable. Our companion song is Everything in Its Right Place by Radiohead, because I just thought it was just really cold, very mathematical sounding, and kind of just really hopeless and creepy. So uh, let's take a listen. Stanley Parable was developed and published by Galactic Cafe. It was designed by Davey Radin and William Pugh, and it was released in October of 2013. We purchased it on G2A.com for $4.77 American dollars. I thought of the Stanley Parable because it just kind of riffs explicitly (laughs) On all of the other gaming tropes, it's a first-person perspective. Really, all you can do is walk and interact with some objects, but not all of them. You can't even jump. There's actually a sheet event called uh, You Can't Jump if you press the space bar uh, too many times. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it called a walking simulator. Yeah, a walking simulator. I think that's good. I got really frustrated not being able to jump, and I think that's definitely part of the design. (laughs) I was like, I want to climb on this desk and look out the window, but you can't. I think actually there is a part there where you can one. get out the window, and there's some. the game has some special dialogue if you manage to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing about Stanley Parable is there are lots of endings. The simplest one is if you, you start off in an office, and you're just basically like an unhappy office drone, and the narrator literally says, you follow the directions on the screen and push keys... On the keyboard, <laughs> according to the directions, and that's what you do all day, and that's how you make Which your is, money. Which is, you know, what some of my bosses think I do all day, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bleak, and you come to in an office, and you're the only one in there. It's a little weird, and the narrator talks about what you're thinking and feeling, and it's like, you're surprised that there's nobody here, and you wonder what's going on, and then it's like, you decide you're going to go to the meeting room. And then from there, you have several choices of how you're going to proceed through the game. Like, one of the first ones is you can pick the left or the right door. It tells you to go left. So kind of the quickest way to get to one of the endings is just to follow all the directions. The narrator will tell you exactly what to do. But once you start deviating from that, the narrator will start mocking and threatening you (laughs) with death. (laughs) And sometimes you do die if you go off of the script there. And sometimes you don't. So... Gets a little weird. Gets a little weird. It gets really weird. (laughs) 
The first thing they reminded me of very much was very Monty Python and very Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's absolutely what it reminded me of when I was walking around. You have that kind of British narration. It really reminded me of Hitchhiker's Guide a lot in tone for the game. And it also immediately made reveals a lot about your kind of your personality as you're playing the game, like the decisions you go to make. I immediately realized I do not follow directions. Like, I purposely will go out of my way to do the opposite of what it's telling me to do, which I was like, oh, I guess I could go to the left and do what the game wants. But I'm going to view this as that scene in The Matrix where the guy in the office gets the call and gets to depart on adventure. So I'm like, I'm not going down the prescribed path. I'm going to go the other way. And then it immediately was this, like, wormhole of bad decisions that I (laughs) fell into and stubbornly persisted in. Because it tries to correct you and be like, well, now he realizes he must turn around and go back to the adventure. I'm like, screw you, buddy. I'm going this way. (laughs) <laughs> I do what I, yes. want. I do what I want. So the first thing I did was go sit in a broom closet for five minutes. What does that say about me? <laughs> yeah, I totally did that one. But my thing was, I would disobey the narrator, but as he was mocking me, I got increasingly uncomfortable. <laughs> and the first time I played the game, like I kind of tried to do my own thing, and I was sort of just so bothered by <laughs> the narrator's disapproval that I, I kind of got back on track a little bit. <laughs> And then felt better, and then the cycle began anew. So, <laughs> but yeah, I sat in the broom closet and uh, had the narrator mock me for a couple minutes until it's like, oh, you must have died. It's real there. mean in there. At one it does, point. yeah. Like he's like, oh, you, you're so stupid. You died, and then he starts calling you the second player. Because he starts calling for help. That was pretty funny. Yeah. He's like, excuse me. This person at this computer is clearly dead. <laughs> I never found the broom closet one. The ones that I found, I started off my adventure just immediately not following directions because that's how I roll. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, I'm going right. And then over here, I'm like, huh, I guess what? I'm going this way. Like I was trying to trick the narrator. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Describing what I was doing wrong, which, you know, can't happen, obviously. It's a computer game. But I found a couple of endings. I played it for a couple hours. I found the confusion ending. I found the general ending when you follow all the directions. Yeah. The insanity ending. I don't know if these are the right terms for it, but the one where you die on the sidewalk. Yeah, I never found the broom closet. That's a bummer. I'm going to have to go play it again. Yeah, it's not actually an ending. You do eventually leave the broom closet. <laughs> yeah. If you do what it tells you, there's no reason why you yeah. wouldn't stay there for... I think there is actually an ending that never leave your office if you yes. just sit in there for like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's the coward ending. Yeah, you can close the door to your office at the start of the game and... Um, like, I refuse the call to adventure. Yes, <laughs> completely refuse the call to adventure and stay inside. <laughs> Which would be a good game in and of itself. <laughs> just refuse the call to adventure, be a proper hobbit or something. And- <laughs> yeah. How long can you take this torture? I mean, that's kind of what I end up doing in Minecraft. This is a very different game than most games. I mean, calling it a game actually, I think, is not exactly accurate. It's almost like a like a thought experiment that's going on. Yes. It's just like a story. Like, it's a choose-your-own-adventure story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. It is a very fun experience, though. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I had a lot of laughs. <laughs> yes, it's a choose-your-own-adventure by a uh, smart-ass British narrator, I think. is yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody else end up in the museum? Yes. No. Yeah, there's a museum ending. If you go down the escape route. Yeah, there's like a, a hallway that just has like escape like scrolled on the wall. A very, very portal 
Yes. Oh, yes, yes, I did end up in the museum. Yeah, and then it has all the credits. It was like, it leads to your violent death. And I'm like, yes, violent death, let's go. (laughs) And each ending, it doesn't take that long to play through a a complete ending. No, it doesn't. Half an hour, 45 minutes, somewhere in there, maximum. I think there is one where you have to play, I didn't get to this, but there is one where you have to play like a, a meta game for like four hours. Before you can get to the ending, I think it's like the art ending or something. Yeah, it's oh, wow. weird. Yeah, there's actually weird. like a flowchart that Hannah found of all the endings. So there's a Stanley Parable Wikia, <laughs> so they have all, oh, I'm sure. all sorts of stuff and has the the endings all laid out and the flowchart. So I think the Stanley Parable it started as a mod for I think Half Life Two. I believe. That wouldn't surprise yeah. me. It felt kind of Half-Life-y, actually. I mean, it's the same physics engine, I'm assuming. So, yeah, it did feel pretty comfortable. Pretty mm-hmm. familiar. Actually, uh, one thing that I remember from when this game was released, they sent out, instead of, like, review copies, they sent a special demo version to, like, some streamers and stuff. So if you look up those early Stanley Parable reviews, it's not, like, the actual game playing this weird demo mode where it, like, talks to them and mentions like, the streamers by name and things like that. And it's, like, an entirely different experience. It's actually pretty interesting if you want to look some of those up. Huh. So the the Game Grumps version is really funny. Yeah. It even uses some of their, like, little catchphrase whatever. <laughs> that would be really creepy when you were playing it. Yes. <laughs> they get pretty freaked out. <laughs> I think the very, very first ending that I got was the so-called insane ending. He tries to, like, wake himself up from a dream because he realizes his life is horrible yes. and it's not real. So he's trying to wake himself up and it doesn't work. He starts floating. <laughs> So you float for a couple seconds around the office before you end up outside on the sidewalk dead. And it switches perspectives to a woman who basically watches you run around screaming and and then watches you fall down dead. Yeah. All right. (laughs) She talks about how it makes her feel better about her life because it's better than that, at least. (laughs) (laughs) They're pretty dark. There's actually um, a term for it. It's called derealization. Yes. Where you think the, the you life that you're experiencing, it, you think it's fake. It's not real. Mm. It's kind of part of the dissociation. Is this real life or just fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good song, too. <laughs> so what'd you end up giving it? I'm going to give it five clicking on the door achievements out of five. <laughs> <laughs> And I will give it five British narrators out of five. I'm going to give it four unfollowed directions out of five. (laughs) (laughs) I will give it three right-hand paths. I don't follow directions. It was fun, but I don't think it was very, but there wasn't very much game to the game. It was a nice experience and it was funny, but. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good little time pass. Yes. Yes. This, I think, is one of the few games that would be very interesting to watch someone else play. Yeah. Just to see the choices they make and their frustration or amusement. Yeah, that was part of the reason I was excited about this one. Because you guys said that you hadn't played it before. So I was really interested to see uh, to hear your reactions. Mm-hmm. And he watched me play a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my husband hung over my shoulder and was like, what's this game? What are you playing? And I was like, it's Stanley Parable. Go borrow it from my library. <laughs> I'm playing I it. I forgot to mention that I actually had to play this on Hannah's version. Because there is an achievement in Stanley Parable if you don't play the game for five years and I am three years through that achievement. <laughs> I'm going to ruin it and start over. I'll play on Hannah's. You don't play it for five <laughs> Playing years. Playing the long game. <laughs> five years. 
Or not playing the long game, I guess. The go outside achievement? That's amazing. (laughs) All right, so I guess we should pick what we're going to do next. You know the law, guys. Eight games enter, one game leaves. Each week we have a budget of $5 to spend on a game. If we spend less than that, we roll the spare change into next week. Uh, Apparently there's a a spreadsheet. Uh, (laughs) I can't help it. I'm compelled to make spreadsheets for... Every week, we bring two games to consider. We each vote for a game, and we cannot vote for our own game. The game with the most votes is our next game to play and review. The first game that I picked is Prison Architect. Prison Architect has been highly recommended to me to play. It is currently three ninety three as the cheapest uh, on G2A.com. Ooh, wait, no. I found it a better place for you. It's part of the Humble Bundle. Oh, yeah? Okay, it's part of the Humble Bundle. Maybe that's why it was recommended to me, because it's in a Humble Bundle right now. Prison Architect opens with the story of Edward, a man facing the electric chair for committing a crime of passion. This is followed by four additional chapters focusing on different characters. From Mafia Dons to Power Craze Senators, Prison Architect has them all. To bring these characters to life, Introversion teamed up with award-winning professional writer Chris Hastings, producing an enthralling tale of corruption and human misery set against the background of modern prison industrial complex. And there's two modes in the game. There's story mode and there's escape mode. Story mode is, is you start with what I just read off. And then escape mode is where you can either pick a prison that's already been built or use the prison that you built and try to escape it. That sounded interesting to me. And it's an expensive, cute little fun game to play. The second game that I picked is This War of Mine. It is a gritty, almost apocalyptic game about living in a country during a time of war and what that means for the survival of the people you have living with you. So that I found on... On G2A.com for three twenty-three, and those are my two picks. My two picks. Let's just start off with Tomb Raider because right now it's uh, four seventy-one on uh, G2A. The reboot's supposed to be pretty good, so awesome. <laughs> Let's play some Tomb Raider, y'all. This is the recent reboot, right? It's mm-hmm. supposed to be really good. I want to play it for cheap. Well, I mean, it was like fifty bucks when it was released. So. Yeah, it was a full price release. So that's so, good to get for five bucks. It's a good deal. It'll be a lot of gameplay for cheap. Tomb Raider. And my next recommendation came via Chris Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. So it's an adventure game developed by Starbreeze Studios. It's on a whole bunch of different platforms, including Windows Phone. But hmm. basically. It's uh, presented from a third-person view overlooking the two brothers, and you move each brother individually simultaneously. You do need a controller for that game. So if you have like okay. a, an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller or whatever, you can absolutely use one of those. I don't know about you guys, but it, it just seems like a, a really cool game. It's I like adventure games. So it's $2 on G2A.com. That's pretty good. All right. So uh, my first game is Castle Crashers, which is a side-scrolling brawler. It's a good multiplayer game, and it has a real cartoony art style. It's adorable. Yeah, and it's really cute. I think that would be fun. We could actually play it together. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And it is currently a 432 on G2A.com. And for my second game, I would like to nominate Dust. An Elysian Tale, which is a, I guess you would call it a, an action platformer. It's kind of a little retro style. And it is $3.81 on G2A.com. So my two that I have, my first one is Injustice Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition. Injustice Gods Among Us is a fighting game, you know, very much like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. But it has a really strong story element to it. There's actually, DC does entire comic book series and the whole Injustice line is like its own little 
corner of the multiverse. I don't know how familiar you guys are with it. So the basic Mm storyline is Superman and Lois Lane are, Lois is pregnant. She's going to have a child. The Joker drives Superman kind of crazy. He ends up actually killing her and the child, and that drives him insane. So like the Joker has kind of triumphed. That's his like his masterpiece, you know? So Superman goes completely crazy, and it's up to all the other heroes and villains to band together to fight him and stop him. So he's actually the like the vill- the Joker and, and Superman are the the villains of the tale, and each there's tons of characters you can play through. It's the Ultimate Edition, so there's gonna be lots of unlocked characters, and each character has their own story of what they do. And there's heroes and villains, so it's pretty oh, fun. Okay. I like it. Oh, so Injustice Gods Among Us is three thirty nine on G2A.com. The second one that I'm putting forth is the Banner Saga, which is a role playing game. The Banner Saga two is actually out right now, but that one is not exactly full price, but definitely more than we can afford, but we can go back and do the first one. The core of the game is a single-player campaign of turn-based combat engagement inspired by games such as Final Fantasy Tactics and Shining Force, with the player controlling you able to build up a party of characters with complementary abilities. Their area is to create a mature game for adults in the vein of Game of Thrones or Black Company. It looks pretty cool. I like turn-based games. I like Final Fantasy, so... There's lots of things that make me want to try this. It's a Viking-inspired game. I don't know, Viking turn-based role-playing that's dark and mature, but looks very animated in its visual style. I think it could be interesting. So that's 278 on G2A.com. So I guess we gotta we gotta vote. Banner Saga. That's what I'm voting for. All right. I will vote for This War of Mine. Yeah, I'm gonna vote for This War of Mine, too. I will vote for Tomb Raider. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hey, Missy, you won! <laughs> Yay! So that means the three twenty-three will will spend that, and then the dollars sixty something will go towards next week. So we'll have more money for next week, and then Ooh. you know, play and review uh, this war of mine. Awesome! So that was the game we played this week. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other Four Color Nerds podcast on the week's comic books at fourcolornerds.com or our Facebook page, Four Color Nerds. You can follow us on Twitter or at Instagram. And you can find the podcasts on iTunes and Google Play Music. On Stitcher. On SoundCloud. And on Podcast Addict. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep gaming, nerds.